Cheers is filmed before a live studio audience. Hello, everyone. Hey. Oh, come on. What kind of a greeting is that? When Norm comes in, you all yell, Norm! Make a big fuss over him. Is it asking too much for me to get the same treatment once in a while? She's right. Try it again, sweetheart. Yeah, thanks. Hello, everyone. Norm! <laughs> That's better. The Wrestling Life. everybody, it's The Wrestling Life, it's episode 284, it is our Thanksgiving spectacular. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Thanksgiving everyone. Merry Thanksgiving 2021, I'm Ethan. And I'm Liam. Liam, do we have so much to talk about this week? I don't know. Uh, well, we have. I know we have so much that we can't talk about. <laughs> that part remains unchanged. Uh, of course, Survivor Series was this past Sunday, and let me just be the first to say congratulations, winners. Um, yes. There was wrestling matches were had, people won, people lost. You know who they were. <laughs> I know who they were, of course. And uh, but we won't be talking about that today. And uh, did I finish the thing? By the way, this is the first and only wrestling podcast. And the what year, how many years have we been doing this Thanksgiving thing now? Let's see, we started in 14, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. It's the eighth. The eighth. And only <laughs> Thanksgiving spectacular on the first and only wrestling podcast. There you go. So we try to do a theme show for the Thanksgiving spectacular every year so we can record ahead of time so we don't have to record on the holiday. And this year, the theme we came up with was who's going to be the major champions in the major pro wrestling promotions a year from today. So as we record this, Hangman Adam Page is the AEW World Champion. Dr. Britt Baker DMD is the AEW Women's World Champion. Uh, Big E is the WWE Champion. Roman Reigns is the WWE Universal Champion. Uh, Charlotte Flair is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Becky Lynch is the Raw Women's Champion. And Shingo Takagi is the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. For our purposes, those are the championships I think we'll be discussing this evening. And uh, I don't know what order you want to tackle these in. Uh, I don't know. Do we do, do we do like, do we separate it by gender? Do we separate it by, uh, by, I, feel uh, like that's prom- I guess, promotion? I feel right, like that's by, I, guess by, I guess by promotion. Let's, I guess well, let's start with the top dog and do WWE. All right. Well, Unless we should save them for the main event. I feel like we should do that. I feel like we should start okay. with the smallest promotion and work our way up to the bigger ones. So we'll go with New right. Japan GCW, first. let's go. Oh, Sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Can I just say, we made the decision at uh, wrestlingobserver.com slash f4wonline.com that we're going to start covering GCW. And it's just like, where do we draw the line? <laughs> really? Where do we draw the line? There's so much stuff, man. <laughs> it's like sure is. I mean, I would put I would kick like impact coverage. I know they technically have a television show, but like yeah. I would kick them before I would kick GCW at this point. I mean, I would rather write about GCW than write about impact or MLW. Um, yes. But if we stop writing about MLW, uh Court Bauer is gonna send an e- angry email to Brian Alvarez or Dave Meltzer. <laughs> I know this because it's happened. <laughs> Not a big Court Bauer fan, by the way. <laughs> oh, we are we are shooting from the hip this week, brother. That's right. If you tune in, you're gonna get a uh, you're gonna get some exclusives here on the Thanksgiving spectacular. <laughs> Court Bauer, kind of a kind of a dishonest guy. <laughs> what? Kind of a schmuck. <laughs> and will go over your head and complain to your superior if he doesn't like the way that uh, you're covering him on your wrestling website. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, just lesson you needed to learn, which is you know, <laughs> watch which uh, 
watch which photos you pick for your uh, that accompany <laughs> your articles. That's right. That's right. We wrote an article about Court Bauer one time, and we used a photo <laughs> of Court from some kind of official MLW press release of some sort. And uh, Court emailed in and was like, man, you guys used like a really old photo of me. Jeez, can't you find something better? How about you use this one instead? And he sends in uh, a photo and it's like that uh, Jenna Fisher meme where it's like, it's the same picture. You know that meme? <laughs> it's like he sent one in and was like, it's the same picture. If anything, he looked worse in the one he suggested. <laughs> I've seen the two pictures. If anything, he looked worse in the one that he wanted. Yeah. So uh, I'm not a big Court Bauer fan. I'm not a big MLW fan. So that's what you've learned this week. What that has to do with who's <laughs> going to be the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion a year from today, I don't know. But I am going to go ahead and suggest that Will Osprey is going to be the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion a year from today. I feel like Okada is going to win the title at they usually see they usually don't switch the title at Wrestle Kingdom. But as we fantasy booked, I think on the last show, mm-hmm. I, th- I, I think Okada is going to win, end up winning the title and uh, wrestling Ibushi for it. He will probably keep it. I think Okada loses it to Osprey at some point between, say, Wrestle Kingdom and G1 maybe dominion or something like that and i think will osprey is the iwgp world heavyweight champion a year from today what do you think i like that pick now i mean personal feelings of william osprey aside is that who you if you were if you were the booker is will osprey your champ oh no because i can't stand the guy but that's what (laughs) i'm not the booker so right i mean if i were booking i would have some kind of scenario where I mean, who knows what specifically with travel restrictions and whatever, but it's like mm-hmm. we it's been a while since we've done Okada and Jay White in a big in a big spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, yeah, I, I think if Jay White is back over there and back in that mix, I think he's a better. Mm, I can't with good conscience say that he's a better wrestler than Will Ospreay. There are things that he does better than than Ospreay. Uh, but I don't know if he's a better wrestler. Anyway, uh, I would put, I wouldn't have Will Ospreay as my top foreign heel. Uh, Jay White would be my top foreign heel if I were booking New Japan. And so my big four would be Okada, Ibushi, um, uh, Shingo, and Jay White. And of those four, um, yeah, maybe I would have Jay White win the championship. All right. Yeah, I like Osprey's an idea in the sense that you still the one of the storylines that they has have as of yet not paid off, um, and this could be very outdated by the time this year's Wrestle Kingdom comes around, is that Os- uh, that Shingo has never beaten Osprey. Yeah. Um, so if Os if Shingo loses the title to Okada and then Osprey wins it back. Shingo could theoretically win the G1 and then you set that up for one of the, I don't know, probably be like seven nights of Wrestle Kingdom in 2023. (laughs) Um, Wrestle Kingdom week. Um, But but, uh, yeah, I think I could, so I think, I think Osprey's a solid choice. If I, you know, in my heart, if I was booking, like (laughs) it's probably Tomohiro Ishii. Like I would, I would do the, the, the guy who's never won the title on the quest to win it and have him win it. But um, yeah, no, if, if we're, if we're being realistic here, I think, I think Osprey makes sense. I also, I, I like Jay White better as a character, I think. And I, I think Osprey could find what Jay White has found. Cause if you watch like earlier switchblade Jay White stuff, there's a little bit of fake it till you make it in there. But, uh, at this point, if you're like, who's your top far and heel and it's, and we're pretending that like the coronavirus is gone and, right. and travel restrictions aren't an issue then yeah i i think i i could see either jay white or osprey being in there ahead of a a collision with shingo or okada at the following year's wrestle kingdom just knowing how they always book it's like it's always a big four and one of them is a foreigner so (laughs) so right now it's osprey's the foreigner 
and Okada, Shingo, and Ibushi are the other big three. So I mean, that's just how they that's how they booked for a decade or more. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, let's go to the AEW Women's World Title title next. Uh, Britt Baker is the champion today. I think Britt Baker will be the champion a year from now. If I were wow. booking. I would probably find a way to get the championship on. Uh, I don't know that they'll ever let anyone be a bigger star than Burt Baker, though. And I feel like the bigger star should generally the biggest star should generally be the champion. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure that I actually even disagree with that. I might <laughs> I might book Burt Baker as the champion. Like, I don't know that there's anyone on the way up. I mean, obviously, they, they, the way that they have positioned Jamie Hader, it's like eventually one day we could do that feud. And I don't know that I've ever seen more universal um, uh, admiration slash horniness for anyone online that I have for the way the wrestling fans have taken to Jamie Hader. <laughs> uh, so... I feel like Jamie Hader is eventually going to turn on Britt Baker and be a huge babyface because of it, but I don't, I don't know what she brings as a character, and she has you know two decades left in her career, and she has a long time to get there, but she's nowhere near the promo that Britt Baker is. So I think Britt Baker, Britt Baker, and Britt Baker are the answers to the my questions. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a that's a solid stab as we've talked about for for a year before the year leading up to her winning the title and have spoken about since it uh it there is no one on that show at least in the women's division that is positioned to be a star and is treated as a star and who has quite frankly the star quality from a at least from a a promo standpoint that Brit has now there's plenty of there are some baby faces she hasn't worked with as of recording here uh, a rematch with Thunder Rosa will probably happen sometime in 2022. They've never done Brit and Riho. Um, so depending on how much she is in the country, that's a match they could certainly uh, play with. There's, I mean, I will go out of left field and I'm going to say it's the person that is the champion next year is someone that is not currently working for AEW. Hmm. I think it might be Liv Morgan. Hmm. That's that is that is the most outlandish prediction I, I am prepared to make tonight. But I think we will see as more people are released and potentially ask for their releases <laughs> over the next uh, over the next few months and are 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 shown the door one way or the other. I think there's a lot. I think Liv Morgan will sooner or later end up in AEW, and I think she will be a champion there. So why not? I'm just going to say it. I think she's going to be the champion of the year. I like a bold prediction. The thing is next year we have to, whether or not we do this again next year for the Thanksgiving (laughs) spectacular on next year's Thanksgiving spectacular, I'm going to have to go back and listen to what we predicted here. And I'm going to hear myself say that Liv Morgan was going to be the AEW women's champion. And I'm going to either be very smug or feel uh, just heaps of shame and, and stupidity. Like, I don't even like, there's a like a thousand percent chance she ends up there though. Like, I mean, they're like <laughs> she and AEW talent are like openly flirting with each other on on social media about her ending up there one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she may or may not have started doing jobs on television recently because of those tweets. Well, she's also in a world title program now. That's I mean, true. I have no faith that she's gonna win a match or <laughs> be, bo- <laughs> be booked with any kind of strength or to be booked as anything other than a geek, like they always book her, but you know. Yeah. That's, that's my bold prediction as far as who, if I think that's uh, who will be, who should be, I mean, yeah. Like we've just spent five minutes talking about, it's probably should be Brit if she's still going to be positioned as the biggest star. I think you really have something with Thunder Rosa as far as like a very unique character who could probably because of the face paint and the colorful outfits and everything, and she could talk and she's an exciting wrestler. Like you probably have a character there that can appeal to kids, not just little girls, but you know, kids of all ages. And maybe you should go with that while, you know, while people are still reacting to her, if you, if you really heat her up. So you, I could make an argument that it should be Thunder Rosa should beat her and then just 
be the champion for two years and you should promote her and put her in the spot that Britt's been in for the last two years. But do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. No. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. AEW uh, Men's World Championship or the, just the AEW World Championship as it's called. Uh, Hangman Page holds the title today. Who holds the title in a year? Um, I am going to say, I don't think this is going out on too much of a limb, unlike my previous prediction. Uh, I think Brian Danielson is going to be the champion in a year. Really? Yeah, I think he has made it clear that this isn't a this isn't a re- you know, a retirement in the sense that he's coasting. This right. is the last. This is the crescendo of his career. And if you've got three years with him, and by ne- this time next year you will be at the end of that second year or whatever, I think that's. I think sometime over the over the next year. I don't know if someone. I think maybe MJF might also be in the mix there as someone. Maybe he's the one who takes it off Hangman, and then Danielson beats him. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying that's the exact lineage, but I think. I think in a year's time, Brian Danielson is the world champion. Interesting. And if you were booking, would you do that? I mean, honestly, I, as have I've spoken about, have I relate to the Hangman character on a very deep <laughs> emotional level in a way that I don't relate to any other character in professional wrestling. So my heart says the Hangman should still be the champion in a year, and you just line up every every dude in the company, and he just runs through them all. Um, I don't hate that idea. You know, I, if anything, I, I think I, I would really enjoy that. But I, I think probably it seems like nine months to a to nine to like 11 months seems to be about the, uh, the cap point for most of the AEW runs so far. I guess Jericho's wasn't as long as that, but both Moxley's and Omega's were right around that like 11, 12 month area. So I think, I think Jericho's ended up being about nine months. Okay. So yeah. So I, my guess is that Hangman will hold the belt for a while, but uh, I do think it's, uh, I think by this time next year, it will be somebody else. And I think that somebody is Brian Danielson. What about you? I'm of two minds about this. I was thinking that eventually a heel John Moxley is going to take the title from Hangman. Hmm. I think John Moxley being um, sidelined and in treatment for um, it being in rehab, I think it makes it difficult to bring him back as a heel. <laughs> yeah, not that you couldn't bring him back as a heel, and then he turns—I mean, as a babyface—and then he ends up turning. Whatever. There's a lot of time between now and uh, 365 days from now. But I—I'm uh, going to go ahead and say that. Uh, I think if I were booking, maybe that's what I would do. I would do a heel Moxley taking the title from Hangman and being the champion um, a year from today. I think it's CM Punk. I think CM Punk is going to be the champion a year from today. Uh, Maybe he maybe he goes heel and ends up taking a title. Like he's going to go heel, whether it's a full fledged you know, start flipping off the fans and uh, uh, you made me do this kind of promo to the fans. <laughs> I don't know if we go that full bore with it, but um, I do think he's going to end up a heel at some point. Um, <laughs> either because of his own, uh, because he can't help himself or because of the crowd will, will turn him, but yeah, I think uh, I think I think CM Punk is going to be champion year from today. If I were booking, I would go maybe heel John Moxley. I mean, I don't hate either of those ideas, so I think you're you're two for two there. Like CM Punk is going to be world champion some, at some point. Yeah, I mean, again, it's one of those things where you don't bring that a guy of that stature in and pay him the amount of money you're paying him to not book him as a tippy top guy, <laughs> and right. he has so far not been in that position right i think because either because they're concerned about backlash of the outsider coming in and immediately going right to the top or because they genuinely think it's a better story maybe some of both but yeah i I do think you don't you don't pay that guy all that money to have him wrestling third on the card right 
Okay. SmackDown Women's Champion today is Charlotte Flair. Sure is. Who do we think is going to hold that title a year from today? <laughs> like, and they could flip brands. They could. I was going to say know. that's the thing. It's like <laughs> it's probably either Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch, <laughs> depending on <laughs> which one is on which show. I will go first here. I will go out on a limb and say that Raquel Gonzalez is going to be called up. And given the Bianca Belair push at Royal Rumble this year, she will end up winning the title. And because she's tall and has big muscles, I think maybe they will not cut her legs out from under her like they did to Bianca this year. (laughs) And so I'll say Raquel Gonzalez will be SmackDown Women's Champion a year from today. I like that as a uh, as a as an out. Maybe I don't know if that's an outside the box pick, but it, it might be. I mean, I I don't think it's a secret. She had a dark match uh, recently on the main roster. She's not going to be in NXT for very long. I I think. I mean, the only thing going against her is she doesn't have blonde hair. <laughs> like otherwise, <laughs> she's everything WWE wants. Yeah, no, I I think that's a that's a good solid guess. I will say, and again, this could depend on which brand she's on. Actually, maybe I'll save that for the Raw prediction. All right. Um, but uh, SmackDown, I will say uh, uh, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who I would book as champion. I don't know. I think it's pretty funny. So probably Charlotte. I'd probably like <laughs> to see Charlotte be the champion for a year. I think that would be funny. Of course, and again, if you look at like the combined like days held for each of her reigns she could also like lose it three times so i could see your scenario happening exactly as you said and she loses it to uh raquel or someone at wrestlemania and then you know by like SummerSlam or the october show she just wins it back so i i will go charlotte flair that's 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 all never a bad choice (laughs) it's like when trying to predict the finish to a triple h match if you just predict he wins clean in the middle with his with the pedigree. So you're pro- if you just pick Charlotte Flair, you're probably going to be right more often than you're wrong. <laughs> so not a bad pick at all. And I'm thinking now as I'm thinking this through. Obviously, when Charlotte first went to SmackDown here most recently, it seemed like they rushed to Sasha Banks' babyface turn, and Sasha and Charlotte seemed to be the direction. And then mm-hmm. on TV here recently, they teased Tony Storm challenging charlotte for the title which obviously i've been saying how tony storm should be main eventing wwe shows for like four years now at this point <laughs> but i i just see that as like a tv program and but also that for some reason they've decided to hold back on the sasha and charlotte thing and so that makes me think that maybe sasha banks finally wins a royal rumble and that's their WrestleMania story for that brand this year. And that she ends up taking the title from Charlotte at WrestleMania. Um, actually, I think that's what they're going to do. Okay. Uh, um, so I don't know how that fits with what I just said about Raquel Gonzalez, but I do think Raquel Gonzalez is going to get that push on, on one of these brands. Okay. Yeah. I like, I like both. I mean, yeah, I think, I think Sasha will be in that mix because again, <laughs> below the Sasha level you have currently, you have like, on specifically on SmackDown, you have Shasi Blackheart and Natalia and and uh, Tony Storm and yeah. all of those people could, in some way, challenge for a world title. But I don't think you're putting the world title on any of those people anytime soon. No, they've they've never pushed anyone the way they push any of the horsewomen. So there you mm-hmm. go. All right, um, uh, Universal Championship. What do you think? Um, I think it's going to be Roman Reigns <laughs> because they think Dwayne's coming to that LA WrestleMania and it's LA in 2023. Am I, am I right on that? Yeah, that's right. I think they, they're holding out hope and whether or not they've teased it or he's told them no by then, I think they're still holding out hope for that. And I think, I think Roman Reigns will still be the champion in a year. Can they keep 
obviously the answer is they don't care, but <laughs> can they keep SmackDown interesting for the next 365 days? Still yeah. doing his slow walk to the ring. Paul doing his very funny shtick. <laughs> the USO's hop being around and that being the first 45 minutes of the show every week. <laughs> I mean, they can. <laughs> theoretically i mean they can do that will it be entertaining you know <laughs> probably to a certain uh subset of people who absorb wwe through gifts mostly <laughs> uh, it'll probably still be very entertaining to them uh to the people that are actually watching the show every week uh, hard to say but it's just at this point where i'm sitting it's just i don't i don't think uh Rick Steiner's son is going to be brought up, or if he is, I don't think he's going to be the one to beat Roman Reigns. Um, and other than that, who has Roman Reigns not already beaten? I don't think Drew McIntyre. I think that ship has sailed. I think he is firmly in his 1996 Diesel-ish right now, <laughs> um, and he is he is probably not getting back to that world title level, uh, at least not over a Roman Reigns character unless there's like an injury or something um so yeah i think i think almost from their lack of ability to build up any other baby faces i think i think it's probably roman reigns in a year if i would you know i would like to see a new person whether or not that's somebody from nxt or you elevate you know somebody else they haven't done roman and they they seem to have held off on doing anything with roman and seth so, like, that's something they could be building towards for a future WrestleMania or something. But I don't know, man. I think I think for at least for this next year, I think it's a lot of a lot, a lot of uh, Roman Reigns uh, sternly looking into the camera with his big, big white teeth. And, <laughs> well, and, uh, not about. About... Yeah, sorry. Let me cut you off there. <laughs> I was just rambling about <laughs> about his piano keys for teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a bad, not a bad prediction. Uh, the thing to me is that about a year from today is when they're going to have to know whether or not Dwayne is going to be at the Los Angeles WrestleMania in a wrestling capacity. Mm. Like the tickets will have, they'll probably want to know by the time tickets go on sale. And that's usually around this week next year. So I'm going to say Dwayne does not do that match. I think I just I don't there's always like um so far there's always been a movie that is going to pay him 15 to 20 million dollars versus a WWE match where they would maybe pay him five million dollars or whatever the deal is. Mm-hmm. He's always there's always something that comes up that prevents him from doing the match. And he'll be 50 years old. 51 years old yeah I mean, not, I not, not that that stopped them from using you know bill goldberg or anything and mm-hmm. he's obviously in tremendous shape but i just i don't think they will do the match i i don't think that match will ever happen so we will have but i think they will still have kept the title on roman up until about this point next year until they officially get the word that Dwayne is not going to do the match. (laughs) So maybe they change the title at survivor series next year, or they will change the title this week, next year. And I do think Seth Rollins is going to be the guy to take it off of him just because there are not a lot of other good choices. (laughs) Yeah. He's kind of like, that's, that is the thing. Once you you've run, there isn't, I'm trying to think of like who the 2003 equivalent of like 2003 Scott Steiner is to come in off the street to challenge Roman after he's beaten every baby face clean. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, know. I don't <laughs> there's not like a, other than a part-time star. I mean, they still haven't done Roman and Goldberg, right? Correct. But I, I don't know. I don't know if they're, they're putting the belt back on big bill as much as I would like that. Um, I mean, he would, I, lo- he would lose the match if they do it, but they right. could still do it. He's also only got one match left on his deal, I think. Okay, so yeah, so that could be, um, so that might not be an issue by then. But yeah, I, 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 I kind of like that. It's like 
even if they're not doing the Dwayne match, I still am pretty confident that Roman Reigns <laughs> might be the champion a year just because I can't see anybody other than maybe Seth um, being the one to take the take the belt off of him because it's like who who else I don't think it's true they've already had him run through like the upper mid card guys they've had him beat edge like if edge is still wrestling relatively full time by that point I mean you could go back to that match but I don't feel like that's the guy who finally unseats him it would be funny if like a 51 year old guy was the guy (laughs) to finally unseat Roman but yeah I don't know I, I just don't see anyone else waiting in the wings I don't see anyone else that is obvious that could be the one to beat him. So I'm just going Roman. All right. Uh, Raw women's champion. Uh, I'll go first here. Uh, Today, the title is held by Becky Lynch. I think a year from today, I'll go another horsewoman and go Bailey. Bailey's going to be back from her knee surgery here soon. Maybe they'll have her managed by Jimmy Hart. Maybe they'll finally get the get the reality show I want to see, which is Bailey and Jimmy Hart going on ventures adventures across the country together. Uh, the real king and queen of WWE, uh, Jimmy Hart and Bailey. Anyway, yeah, they they like to push the horsewomen, and I think I think um, Vince took a liking to Bailey. Bailey finally got herself a spot. Like they put her on WrestleMania this year, even though they didn't have a match for her. Like she's got a spot there and uh, good for her. And uh, I think it'll be Bailey. That, uh, that is who I was alluding to earlier. That was kind of my, ah. my, my headspace as well. As I think Bailey could very well be a champion. But then I thought about, well, she was on SmackDown for like two years prior to her injury. So I could see yep. them bringing her back on Raw. Yeah, and I imagine even if even if Bianca Belair does get that belt back between uh, now and <laughs> and next and this time next year, I think she will not hold it for that uh, too much uh, too high of a length of time. So I could see I could see Bianca beating Becky and then Bailey beating Bianca, or I could just see Becky holding it until like SummerSlam ish, and and Bailey winning it then. We kind of haven't seen, uh, we haven't seen a baby face Bailey since like she turned, yeah, and got rid of like the the kid character. So it could be interesting to see what if they go with the baby, go with her as a baby face, what that would look like. That would be interesting. Yeah, I guess I, in my head, I think I was thinking that they'll just turn Becky back. Like, I mean, like, it seems it seems inevitable. Um, <laughs> No one wants to boo her. Like she's trying. God bless her. But nobody. But I guess I guess not for right now because she's kind of the quasi baby face in the Charlotte feud. But I guess starting the day after Survivor Series, which of course was just a few days ago, um, <laughs> and we've already seen it. But I, I get yes. the feeling that they're they'll probably have her go back heel to to the the Liv Morgans and the whoever she wrestles at and Mania this year. But I could see by this time next year, it's similar to like a Kevin Owens or somebody like that in years past that they turned them heel and then one day they just decided oh we need them to be a baby face and becky will just be a baby face you know <laughs> like brian danielson <laughs> like brian danielson like sheamus like sheamus has had a few of those i feel either heel or baby face in his career yeah it's one day one day they'll just be like oh 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 crap we actually we actually need them on, on the good guy side so yeah. i could i could very easily see becky turning back but yeah i i think from a more like satisfying or interesting creative standpoint, having Becky still trying to be the heel and having Bailey play babyface could certainly be interesting. But yeah, I, I think that's a solid pick either way. Right. Biggie is the WWE champion today. Who holds that title a year from today? So this is where I would say Seth Rollins. Okay. Um, just because who else? <laughs> who else is on that show? <laughs> well. Uh, let me tell you who else is on that show. And my choice is Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> Vince is going to be flipping through his notebook and see the note push Orton and have no choice, but to put the title back on Randy Orton. Even, oh, if it's, even if it's a short, like November to January run until they put the title on somebody else to heat him up for mania. 
I think Randy Orton is WWE champion a year from today. I kind of love that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's there's like from a like who I would like to see standpoint, I think there would be some some warm fuzzies in seeing Edge get a gold watch world title reign here. Sure. In in the toilet of his career. But I don't imagine he's a guy that would hold it for very long if he did. So, right, yeah, I think I think your your long term top guy is is Seth Rollins. Again, as as we're looking at the rosters now, knowing that sometime in the next year there will be another draft and a lot of these people could swap shows. So, right. Um, but yeah, I, I, if Seth Rollins is still on Raw for, for a year from now, I think he's the world champion. I like it. I like it. Clearly, there are people in that company that think Braun Breaker is the guy. And and I'm not necessarily like, look, I'm all for pushing new people. And it's like, I've seen him and he's a great athlete and he talks well enough and he understands pro wrestling. And it's like, he wouldn't necessarily be my choice, but I'm not against it. But I have zero faith whatsoever that they're going to push anyone new. Well, yeah, on the men on the men's side specifically, like they showed this they showed this year with Bianca that they're willing to do it, but it's only because Vince doesn't care as much about the women's division. <laughs> yes, no, I think that's a good point. I think yeah, people can look at that guy and go, okay, he's got a good look, good physique, can talk, he's can wrestle, he could be a star, he could be, and he yeah. might be for a while. But again, as we have just talked about with Randy Orton, like there are certain guys that Vince will will just always gravitate back to. So it's again, it's almost like cheating to pick them like it is picking Charlotte for the for the women's championship, I think. But it's like, yeah, I think it's a, if you guess Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins or or in this case, Randy Orton are could be the world champion of the year. Those are all pretty safe bets. <laughs> And it's still very much the thing, too, of like one of the reasons that they haven't totally um, like why Edge wins sometimes <laughs> is because Vince is paying him three million dollars a year or whatever the number is. And right. he still very much thinks of things in dollars and cents when he's when he's paying someone big money. He wants to get his money's worth out of them. And, you know, Randy Orton signed a 10 year contract or whatever, whatever the thing was, uh, you know, it may even be like five years ago at this point. But anyway, he's <laughs> he's making a lot of money. And at some point he's going to be like, well, I, I got to get my money's worth out of it. And and that's the way he still looks at things, even though like this company bringing in a billion dollars from Fox and a billion dollars from Peacock and a billion dollars from NBC Universal <laughs> for Raw. It's like he still is like nickel and dime to the point of you know i'm paying edge three million dollars i can't just beat him every time i need to get my money's worth out of him and so that's like a reason i think orton will always be pushed as long as he signed no that makes sense and um i had a thought and i just completely lost it (laughs) what were we just saying uh billions of dollars from fox and and peacock and randy orton always getting pushed and edge they don't beat edge all the time i don't know Oh, yes. Now I remember. And I think one of the reasons that makes the top of the men's division harder, one, because as we've talked about, because Vince cares more about it. And the more Vince cares about a thing, the less stable it feels. It's like a television product. But it's also because like the other people that like six months ago, I could have seen at a world title level, even as like a stopgap three month reign person have been fired. Right. Like Braun Strowman is gone. Bray Wyatt is gone. Like a lot of, lot of like of those, like not quite tippy top, but top guy enough that they could have a, a decent length reign with a world title before they hand it off to whichever of Vince's guys (laughs) is going to hold it for a long while. Like all those guys, most of those guys, Brian Danielson being another one, like a lot of these people either left or were fired and you know people that it felt like okay maybe i could see vince seeing something in that guy clearly didn't see you know what he wanted at least in keith lee for instance like so guys that a year ago or six months ago even that you would have said okay i could see them being here i could see them a lot of them are gone from the company and a lot of the other people that we're even talking about now like like uh, braun breaker or somebody he could not wrestle for wwe by this time next year for all we know like 
Right. Like it seems like it's like anything if your name is not like Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins or Becky Lynch or Charlotte, like I don't I don't know that it's like it's a safe bet to say that any of these people will will even be working here, much less that they'll be like pushed at a top level when it comes to like, you know, looking at who else is on that show on on a SmackDown or or a Raw. So yeah, I think I think Roman, Roman and Seths of the world are are kind of the safest bets, along with those those legends who probably aren't going anywhere like a Randy or an edge. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I don't know that I would have predicted a, a big E title reign in 2021, even that's at true. the start of 2021. And, you know, they haven't given him a lot to sink his teeth into as the WWE champion yet, but I can't say he's been booked poorly yet either, but I, mean, they I did also beat him twice the week after. <laughs> that's right. They did. Um, I've seen worse booking <laughs> of, of a of a WWE champion, and sure. um, I'm not sure if I don't know. Let's maybe get him a feud going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'll. He, I guess he's got something with this Owens and Rollins stuff. So I guess I don't know. Kevin Kevin Owens will be in AEW this time next year. So yes. <laughs> That's the safest prediction we've made uh, so far tonight, I think. Sure. All right. Well, uh, anything else? No, I think that's uh, that covers the main one. Like like you said, it didn't seem worth it to expend energy thinking about like who the SmackDown tag champs were going to be. But uh, but yeah, that's I think we covered all the, the big ones and the ones that matter. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, uh, if you're living in the United States, uh, happy Thanksgiving. If you're not... Um, I hope you're having a good week. Congrats on the free health care. <laughs> yeah. Is Canadian Thanksgiving like in October or something? I should know this. Considering, I think so. Considering my dream job is to uh, host a, uh, a podcast with Trish Stratus and do a live tour. <laughs> live, live stage show tour with Trish Stratus. Yes, I'm like 99% sure Canadian Thanksgiving is in October. All right. Well, anyway, good times, everybody. All right. Till next time, I'm Ethan. And I'm Liam. We'll be back very soon with more stories from the wrestling life. Merry Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Now, here are this week's bonus features. back there he is full of thanksgiving merriment and cheer merry thanksgiving (laughs) why would i lie to you the ocean is closed today (laughs) those are those are always forever embroiled in my brain i don't remember anything else about that show i've seen i don't know dozens of episodes of it the only things i remember are merry thanksgiving and why would i lie to you the ocean is closed today because those are both phenomenally funny things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, I don't know. There's still a place for, for that type of sitcom, I think. I don't know. I don't know if there are any good ones currently, but, like, I think in general, there's still a, there should still be those kind of shows. Reba is an absolutely fantastic sitcom. Agreed. I used to watch that at, like, 3 in the afternoon on WB54. Yeah. It is uh it is a tremendous show. Good cast too. Like yes. And I didn't know like I don't know if she had done like lots of acting otherwise, but she's like picture perfect as the yes, like the anchor of that show. Yes. Phenomenal. I I don't know if uh Reba did it. Yeah. Very very much I I think I've looked this up before too. I think she did like some one-offs or some cameos before, but as far as like leading being the lead in anything, I don't think she'd ever done any acting before that. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Makes it even better. Yeah. You know, they they um so they did I think it was five seasons of Reba. Mm-hmm. And uh like if you look at the numbers that, that, that they did, 
like it started like you know seven million people in the first season and they ended up doing like it was like five million viewers for for the by the time they got to the last season or whatever but like Mm -hmm. those numbers today (laughs) would be huge (laughs) would be gigantic (laughs) and like man (laughs) they were a failure on on the cw or the wb <laughs> because they only brought in five to seven million viewers like it's insane just the way the television has changed That's, yeah that is that is pretty wild or yeah you'll hear about that you're like yeah the premiere or the the season series finale of this show did like 38 million people and you're like what like the Super Bowl barely does that number anymore. Like, <laughs> like nothing. Like people cared enough about a sitcom to tune in for that. Yeah, yeah. Hogan versus Andre, twenty-eight million viewers on NBC. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Twenty-eight million. That's that's like, like it's one of those no- like you get to a certain point where no- the number is so high that it doesn't feel like it's real anymore. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're like, do that many people like own televisions? Right. At that point. Apparently they did. And they were all watching Hogan versus Andre. Yeah. Or the finale of Seinfeld or MASH or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like 70 million people watch the finale of MASH. (laughs) (laughs) Like 90 million people watched the Super Bowl last year. 70 some million people watched the MASH finale. I just looked this up because I'm rewatching Cheers. I think the Cheers finale did mm-hmm. in the 30, like somewhere in the mid 30s, 30 million That's... plus viewers or something. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just like it's nothing I can wrap my head around, like for, for, for like modern. And I understand like part of that is because like there's more options and stuff and whatever and cord cutting, et cetera, and so forth. But it's also just like, I just, don't think there's any show that like people care enough about that they would no <laughs> like that they would watch it in droves and and you know i just that's that's amazing like i i just i can't it's one of the, like i said I just, it feels it doesn't even feel like a real number when you say that yes. 35 yes. million people yes. were watching yep. an episode of television yep so you know after reba they tried to uh they did I think the show is called Malibu Shores or something on ABC. It was a, uh, it was another sitcom with Reba playing a single mom uh, mm-hmm. who had to deal with her uh, di- uh, divorced ex. Her uh, still her ex husband was still in her life and very plot very similar to uh, the original Reba sitcom only it was set in Malibu and mm-hmm. uh, I think it lasted. I think it lasted one season on ABC. So it was not uh, anywhere near as successful. Yeah. I was talking uh, recently with my other podcast co-host <laughs> uh, about, uh, about uh, Josh Dumal voices Two-Face in the recent uh, Batman uh, Long Halloween adaptation okay. uh, films. And uh, so I was, I, you know, we always go through a section where we mention all the voice actors and I mentioned him and Cal, uh, Cal, my, my co-host was like, uh, yeah, he was on that show, Las Vegas. I loved that show. And I Googled it. That show ran for 106 episodes. How is that possible? I've ne- like, I've never, no one, it's not even streaming anywhere. We checked. No one cared enough to convert it into HD, but it ran for 106 <laughs> episodes. I think it might be. It's weird now because I think TNT is a, like a real a real channel now, but mm-hmm. like sometime in the last few years, I think that show still runs on a cable network, either E or TNT or something. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah, you, I, I, you would know if you just looked it up, but right, yeah, I, th- I think I did see that it was still running on on one of those like OWN or something was showing it or one, possibly, yeah, one of those, yeah. One of those, one of those shows was still airing it in, in syndication, but I was just yeah. like, it's like, you yeah. think about it, that's the other flip side of that coin is like shows that ran for like impossibly long times, but had like in like no lasting like cultural <laughs> impact. Right, right. Like the show was around for a really long time. It must have done decent numbers. It must have had a pretty like 
steady following it must have done well enough that they kept it around right. i mean as, as much as it breaks my heart to say it like i think other than it's sort of cult classic style it's like community is like a show like like it went it went for six years somehow and like unless you were one of the people that watched that at the time like you probably don't even remember it like or you remember this you know that show that dr ken and joel McHale were on right. that you didn't like or whatever like but you don't <laughs> but it, like it didn't have any like lasting impact it didn't really like change anybody's career like donald glover was going to become a superstar whether he was on that show or not you know like it's not like doesn't it that, that's kind of how i felt <laughs> like when i saw that about las vegas i was like how can a show be on for that length of time and then it's over and just we all just move on and nobody <laughs> nobody admits to ever having watched it <laughs> yep. nobody nobody talks about it it means nothing to them it's just it was just on for for that length of time and then and now it's gone yep yep uh my wife used to watch that show for josh dumel uh, I used to watch that show for Molly Sims. Well, hello there. So there you go. It's very <laughs> weird that it's very weird that uh, there are uh, human beings that uh, uh, like like uh, twenty years ago when Las Vegas was on or whatever. It's like Molly Sims. Oh my goodness, this friggin' supermodel or whatever. And then you go like follow their Instagram today, and it's just like you know a fifty three year old mom. <laughs> it's <just> like. <laughs> Well, wow, this is strange. She like she didn't keep up. She's like, no, I'm done. Like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna not... age naturally. <laughs> there is a certain amount of that. Yeah, I mean, good for her, but also right. Like, mm. <laughs> I had that thought when um, uh, we may have even talked about this before, but uh, when uh, Evan- Evangeline Lilly showed up in, I think mm-hmm. she's in the Ant Ant Man movies, and yeah. I was like. Oh, oh, she looks, uh, she looks a little bit older. And I had that thought and then felt so guilty for thinking it because she's like a mother and she's right. like writing, she's like written children's books. And I think she's like a really, like really talented actor and everything. But I was, but I just saw that like, you know, she looked, she looked <laughs> older than when she was like 25 on Lost or whatever. And I was right. like, oh, that's a shame. Oh, that's too oh. bad. <laughs> yeah, too bad. <laughs> Oh, father time like, father time is one another one <laughs> <laughs> like i felt so bad for that being my first thought when i saw her in ant-man or being, oh, oh things have yeah. changed haven't they eventually yes, yes. <laughs> yes i mean it really does make the unicorns though like uh kristen crook or uh eric durance from smallville who look exactly the same mm-hmm. <laughs> 15 years oh, after water. the show Maybe in the water up in the yeah in Vancouver yeah I don't know or the or the healthcare maybe that's <laughs> yeah free healthcare yeah that maybe that's the thing all right we've killed a lot of time now <laughs> I try to keep on keeping on.